0: Anywhere you like. children also came? Yes. Where are they? <laughs> they went <were> to the library. Daipali, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where they belong. Mm. You, can you can sit together here, I'll move over. Okay. And you can take one of those packets on the table, we'll be using that. You can sit here, Anya Ratana, Oh, Janti is sitting here? You Okay. It's a cool. Okay. on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> you may close the door. Uh, how far... Pa- how call co- you, co- you copy it today. I have, she does 12 to 17. 12 to 17, okay. Uh, for every class there are new people, <laughs> so every uh, class I have to repeat the beginning uh, introduction uh, for, benefit, for the benefit of those who are quite new to this class. Uh, In the past, we had uh, two classes, Pali class and Dhamma class. So, I decided to combine both into one and use Pali and Dhamma. I think that way we can learn the part of the Sutra and the Dhamma in the Sutra. So we decided to hold uh, have this class on uh, Sanyuta I think you all have uh, some of you uh, have gone through Majjhima Nikaya. <coughs> Everything is there, cut and dry, very easy to read and understand. So is in uh, so is in Sangyut Nikaya. Uh, I wanted to skip some because. If there are repetitions, Sangyuta has more than 2,000 pages. It takes uh, many years to <laughs> finish the whole book. Therefore, uh, I sometimes select certain Sir. sutras to discuss. However, we began Sangutinikaya from the very beginning, because the first section uh, was uh, teaching to deities. You have heard that the Buddha is a teacher of gods and humans, sattā deva manusana. So sometimes you might wonder where the Buddha taught Dhamma to deities. We can see in Majjhima Nikaya, for instance, almost all the discourses were delivered to human beings. Occasionally we find discourses delivered to devas. And devas, although we glorify devas and think devas are super beings and this and that, some of them are very stupid. They don't know Dhamma at all. So they are also embarrassed to come when people are there. Because people hold them very high esteem and they think themselves uh, of, oh, very highly of them. How can they come and sit with human beings? So they come very quietly in the middle of the night when everybody goes to sleep. <laughs> so they can maintain their pride. So all the deities came to see the Buddha in the middle of the night and very quietly asked questions, hiding their stupidity, hiding their ignorance. So this section therefore is dedicated to the discourses that the Buddha delivered to deities. I think I mentioned in one of our previous classes when, in the divine realms, when the when a deity is going to pass away, all other deities assemble (coughs) and ask him, please go to Sugati. Sugati means higher. Uh, place. What is the higher place for deities? What is the higher place for deities? Greater than their own existence, their realms, human realms. realms. So we think they are very high, (laughs) they think we are very high. Mm. They have been here, they have been on human realm, (laughs) but they missed the opportunities. And therefore, they regret. Therefore, they want to come back to human realms. So, that is their status for us to remember. Therefore, don't look for taking rebirth in divine realms because we have a better thing to do here. Better thing is to observe seal, <coughs> practice meditation. And attain liberation. (coughs) They don't have these opportunities. We have all of them. whole wide range of subjects are there for us to select as human beings. So they think this is a very high realm. Anyway, I was talking about them in the past. Today I want to start from sutra number, what, thirteen? We ended on, 12. Ended so, on we, twelve. We didn't do twelve. Begin twelve? Yes. Okay. <coughs> okay. Twelve, there are two, which tells us. Okay. Uh, You see, this itself is a very good example. Let us go to number 12. (coughs) Those who don't know (coughs) Pali at all may find it uh, somewhat boring, but it is good occasionally to learn few Pali words. Okay? Sutta begins, uh, with uh, <coughs> Samadthi uh, to a delight. Okay. At Savati. Standing to one side, this is sort of a repetition. Uh, as you all know, evaṁ mesutāṁ ekaṁ samayam bhagavā saṁvatyaṁ veti jetaṁ anāti pindikāṁ Atoko atako anyatara Devata abhikhaṁ tāyarattya Kevalakapan tāvanna kevala kappan yena bhagavata, yena prasankami prasankam ito bhagavantaṁ abhivaṁ ekamantaṁ Ekmanthangatasi, <clears> sto to one side, and then today we start from there. Ekamantang <clears> tita ko sa devata. Ekmanthang ekam antang to one side. Anta means end. <coughs> Remember in Dhamma Sutta there are there's a word called ubo-ante, Ubo ante means two ends, two extremes. One of them is called Ekam, ant, ekam Antang. one side or one uh, end. Here, sitting one side, <coughs> Tita ko, indeed, the ko actually is indeclinable, just a supporting word to make the sentence more elegant, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Ho, <coughs> oh. sa means she, because the word devata is feminine, this is a feminine devata. Sa, devata divine being, or Deity, bhagavato santike, bhagavato of the Buddha, (coughs) or the blessed one. Uh, Bhagava is the Buddha, bhagavato is either in front of the Buddha. (coughs) bhagavato is also used for two, The Buddha. Remember when we say uh, Namah Tas Bhagavato, to the Buddha. Bhagavato also is used for of the Buddha. It's used for both uh, dative case and possessive case. Dative case to the Buddha. (coughs) Possessive case is of the Buddha. Genitive or possessive case of the Buddha. (coughs) Santiké, in front (coughs) or in the presence, among this, gathang stanza, oh verse, this verse, Abhasi said, Abhasi. What is the stanza? She said nandati puttehi puttima gomiko gohi tateva nandati upadihi narasya nandana nahiso nandati yo nirupadhi <coughs> she, this deity said this to a wrong person wrong person is who? the Buddha she did not expect to get uh, uh, the, some unexpected reply. Let us see what she said to the Buddha. Nandati means delights. You see, Nandana vana, delightful park. Nand, uh, nandati is rejoice or so enjoys or <coughs> oh, delights. Puttehi, putte is sons. Actually, the word putte also is used for both children. For instance, in Mangala Sutra, you have puttada rasta they are putte is used for both son and daughter, children children here putte means actually children one's own children nandati uh, putte hi puttiman. means one who has sons it's a very very beautiful condensed uh, noun. Uh, instead of saying one who has sons, one word is puttima. <coughs> when you hear the word puttima, means one who has children, parents. Gomiko, uh, also another very nice word, uh, those who have cattle, go Go is cattle, cow. So the party, another Pali party word is go chara. Go chara, you, you learn in uh, Satipatthana Sutta uh, among uh, uh, what you call uh, sampajanya. One sampajanya is shul, gochara sampajanya. Gochara, gochara means, <coughs> go means cattle. Chara means uh, uh, roaming, grazing. The gochara place where cattle roams for grazing. Very beautiful Pali word, go. Go in Pali. Gawa in Sinhalese. Or in many Asian languages go. the word is close to go. In cattle or cow. <coughs> go mi go. Go he means with cattle. Tateva Nandati Tata tatha means similarly Eva is indeed Tateva Tata Eva Tateva abbreviated form Tata Eva Tateva Nandati Delight Upadi Narasa Nandana. Upadhi is acquisition. (coughs) You know, uh, sometimes we say uh, Upadhi. Eh? Uh, Sri Lankans are very familiar with the word Upadhi. B.A. Upadhi, M.A. Upadhi, Ph.D. Upadhi. Eh? These are called Upadhi. Means titles. Acquisitions, the real Pali, the meaning of Pali word is upadi means possession, possessions. Possession is another uh, thing that people delights in. Naras, he again, is indeclinable. Indeclinable is uh, supporting words which don't have any particular meaning. Upadihi (coughs) Narasa for human being. Nara is another name for human. (coughs) For human being Nandana Nandana is delight. Nandana here is a noun first we hear the word nandati as a verb when it converts into a noun it becomes nandana nandana is plural (coughs) delights nandana is singular nandana vana therefore nandana is singular delight nandana is delights plural noun. In one place Nandana is used as a verb nand, 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 uh, Nandati Nandati another place it is used as a noun as Nanda Na plural Nahiso Nandati yo nirupadi devata said nahi not indeed nahi not indeed so he he nirupadhi nir means negation no upadhi means possession upadhi if you don't have no upadhi it's the, you can use the word you know uh, in English you can pun on this word "upadhi" possession. The one who does not have a possession cannot delight, cannot enjoy. You have to have some possession to enjoy, right? <coughs> you must have something to enjoy. That is the deity's, so how narrow the deity's thinking is. Buddha gave a very striking e- reply. <coughs> Buddha did not uh, ridicule her. He, sh- he should have ridiculed her. Instead of, <laughs> without ridiculing, since he was enlightened, you know, a person like me, I would ridicule her because I'm not enlightened. Since Buddha was enlightened, he was so dignified, noble, supreme, without hurting her feelings, he gave a very beautiful reply. What is the reply? <coughs> Don't get upset when the Buddha is his reply. <laughs> he said sojati puttehi puttima <laughs> sojati sorrows <coughs> one who has children sorrows don't you think so Thinking of children's welfare, thinking of their happiness, thinking of their education, thinking of their marriage, thinking of their job, thinking of their popularity, thinking of how they live. They sorrow. They have to think about them all the time. Parents have to think about children all the time day and night. Is it a delight? (laughs) It is not delight. (laughs) Parents who have children know that. (coughs) This is what I say. I repeated it thousand times. You get one, you buy one, get one free. (laughs) You buy one, get one free. (laughs) Remember this sentence. (laughs) You work, work very, very, very hard to get. Then sorrow comes along with that. You don't ask for that. (laughs) It comes in the same package. (laughs) You have to buy the whole package. So, Buddha was very, very smart. (coughs) Deity never expected this kind of reply. And Buddha was bold and straight away, I mean very straight, upright. (coughs) He did not hide the truth. He said to the truth, to anybody without hurting the feelings, because when he tells the truth, he told the truth with compassion, with love, with respect. Sojati putte puttima. Goamiko gohitathema sojati. Goamiko, he used the word same word. Those who have cattle, sorrows, exactly tate eva, the same way, tatheva eva, sochati. She said nandati, Buddha said sochati. <coughs> then upadhi Narasa sochana, upadhi, there are four kind of upadhis. Upadhi, hi, indeed, narasa for human. She said nandana, Buddha says, sochana. <coughs> sochana. Nandana, rejoice or delight. Sochana means sorrow. Sochana. What are these uh, four uh, upadhi? Calm upadhi. Kamupadi. Attachment to sensual pleasures. Kamupadi. To please our eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body and mind. actually only five are mentioned. They call pancha karma. Five Sources of sensual pleasure. Panchakama. We want to possess them. Possess something to please some eyes. When we build a house, we have to make it beautiful. Not because we want to live in a beauty. Who can live in beauty? Nobody can live in beauty. It's just to see every time you see the beautiful house you think you are happy. Then what do you have to do to keep the beautiful house? You have to pay, you have to repair. Eh? Everything, when something goes wrong, you repair and paint it to look nice and so forth and so on. Those who have beautiful houses know how much work you have to do. We have some not so beautiful houses, but we still home. <laughs> have to do so many things to maintain this. Eh? Why? We don't want to make it look li- ugly because when we think when people come here, they would think, hey gee, what are these people li- doing, living here, doing here? See this place, is dirty, ugly, so we have to clean it. To make it presentable, isn't it? For others to see. Not only we see it nice, but we want others also to see it <laughs> neat and beautiful. So that's a big headache. No nandana, but sojourner is there. <laughs> we all have sojourner in having something to please our eyes. Beautiful car. Eh? Anything beautiful to please our eyes always gives us trouble. Buddha was so inter enlightened <laughs> he, he made the deity embarrassed, saying hearing we have to get a very good Music. Good speech. To make our ears happy. Please. nose we have to have a wonderful nirvana. One day one day an envelope came by mail. I opened it. Oh, it was so full of perfume, little paper said nirvana. <laughs> 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 New perfume. <laughs> my my, I, my nose blew up with this <laughs> Nirvana. <laughs> why why? You want to please our nose? Smell in Yeah. <laughs> we, we are trying to attain it. They want to smell it. <laughs> Does it come free? (laughs) The envelope came free. (laughs) If I have to have it, I have to pay. Where does money come from? I have to earn. So it is not joy. (laughs) Not nandana. (laughs) It is sorrow. Taste Taste, how many times we look for tasty food, choosing restaurant, selecting tasty things, tasty drink, tasty, oh, many tasty things. <coughs> Every tasty thing is pleasing our tongue buds, the taste buds. <coughs> That is not simple. The more tasty, the obese we become. We keep eating, 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 drinking, drinking, drinking. Eventually, what happens? We are sick. Sorrow. And touch. Another thing. So, Buddha said, Upadehi Narasa socana. One upadi is Kama Upadi. Kama Upadi. Sensual. Bante, eh? Is upadi the same root as Upadana? Right. The same, they are the same. Really? Right. Oh, okay. Right. Kama Upadana, Kama Upadi, both the same. <coughs> then Pancha Upadana, five aggregates. We cling to it. Whatever we cling to something, Cling to is called upadana. These two words upada, adana, adana means getting, like dana. adana means taking, adina means not given. Kama uh, uh, upadana, uh, kama upadana. Uh, bringing it close to the mind in other words <coughs> holding on to it then five aggregates is another upadana <coughs> upadhi uh, third upadhi is uh, <coughs> uh, ditti or khilesa Upadana. Kilesa means uh, uh, defilements. Upadana. We hold on to defilements. We like defilements. So we hold on to them. Then the <coughs> fourth Upadana is uh, uh, Sankhara. Sankhara Upadana. Oh, sankhara Upadana. Sankhara means volitional formation, so some people call it uh, fabrications. Whatever, whether it is fabrications or, or conditional things, we cling to them. These are things we like to possess, all. So Buddha said, upadhi narasa socana they all bring sorrow <coughs> Naiso sojati yo Nirupadi. Deity said Naiso nandati yo Nirupadi Buddha said Naiso sojati yo Nirupadi Beautiful twisting. Buddha twisted the word to give different meaning. Buddha said, <clears throat> without acquisition, one does not sorrow. Deities said, without acquisition, one does not enjoy, one does not delight. Buddha said, one does not sorrow. (laughs) You say, one does not delight, Buddha said, one does not sorrow. So, you can see, as I mentioned at the beginning, deities are not that intelligent. Don't look for them. Don't pray to them. Don't ask favor from them. Many people ask some favor from deities. Don't ask any favor from them. Because they are not as intelligent as even us. And Buddha proved it. And we, they prove themselves by asking the kind of questions that they ask. For in order to show the the deities, uh, uh, sh- what do you call uh, uh, weakness, they are poor knowledge, they are ignorance. Uh, we must study the in this section. <coughs> okay then next one number 13 <coughs> again ekvantanti ta ko sa devata bhagavato shanti ke imangatan bhashi putta samang pemam natti go samitam dhanam natti suryassama aabha uh, parama sarāti meaning <coughs> natti means no no putta samang like children, puttasamang is translated as sons. Uh, literally, putta means son. Putta and Dita. Dita is daughter. Putta means son. Uh, but we, you uh, can use the word uh, in general, children. <coughs> Nati pema. Pema is affection. In Dhammapada, there is a whole section on affection. Pema to jayati soko, Pema to jayati bhayam, Pema to putta and so on. This deity says, Nati putta samang pema. There is no affection like that for a son. Nati. Nati Go Samitang Dhanang. Dhana means wealth <coughs> go samitang. Samita means equal. Or sometimes you use sama samāna, <coughs> uh, Because of the dhanang is a new gender, uh, samana has turned into the samitang. Samitang also is an uh, adjective describing danang. And therefore, danang, since danang is neuter gender, samitang also became neuter. <coughs> so gender of the, uh, adjective, uh, adjective takes the gender of the noun. That describes the describes <coughs> Natti Surya Sama Abha <coughs> Abha means light. Uh, Nati no Surya means sun. <coughs> surya Sama uh, equal to the sun. Samuddha-parama-sara. Samuddha means ocean. (coughs) Parama means uh, supreme, paramount, parama. Sara is parama-sara. Sara sara is uh, ocean. Another word for Sara is Samuddha. Samuddha also, ocean. Uh, I'm sorry, Samuddha is ocean. Sara is actually uh, water, water. (coughs) Samuddha, ocean. Then the Buddha changed it. Buddha said, Natti Atta Samang Pemang Natti Atta Samang Atta means oneself. Atta also is used for soul or self. Uh, it's used Atta. <coughs> the Sanskrit Atman Pali Atta Samang Equal Pema. Pema means uh, affection. Natti dhanya samang dhanam. Uh, dhanya means grain. Dhana dhanya. These two words go together in Pali. Dhana dhanya. Dhanya means grain. Samang. Uh, Equal, <coughs> dhanang, Dana means wealth. Then natti panya sama abha, ah. natti panya sama abha. Panya means wisdom, sama equal abha light. Utti ve parama sarati wood tea, rain, <coughs> parama, paramount, sara, water. Okay. Now, let us go through these words. Natti atta saman Pemang. Buddha, uh, in the Sangyutinika itself, there is another story, that one day, uh, King Khosala, And Mallika, his uh, number one uh, queen, Uh, kings had many uh, consorts, many uh, concubines, uh, many wives in other words, they had harems, so to say, Uh, head of them is Mallika, considered to be the most affectionate, most loving, most beautiful woman. So one day, they both went to uh, their uh, upstairs room. And in a very romantic moment, king asked her, Dear Malika, tell me, honestly tell me. Who you love most? What do you say at that time? Who you love most? Malika was very honest. She said, Your Majesty, I love myself more than anybody else. <coughs> and she asked, Who you love more than anybody else? King said, I too love myself more than anybody else. This is the kind of honesty that people should have. Who else do you love more than yourself? Is there anybody? You honestly ask yourself? Not any pretending, you know, obsessed by emotions without any obsession, any pretension, if you ask this question. <coughs> when there is a fire in the house, who you take out of the house first? Yes, sir. Yourself. Right? When there is a flood, what do you take out of the house first? Yourself. So, and then when you go, when you have escaped then you look oh, where is my wife where is my daughter where is my son you think about them later right in any emergency you think of yourself first so buddha said sabbadisa anugam <laughs> anuparigamma nevajjaga Yasma Pyo Putu Atta I uh, anyone who has supernormal mind survey the whole universe to see whether there is anyone you like Better than yourself, you will see none. And therefore, since you love yourself so much, love others the same way. Yasmani says, arang attakamo. Yasma pure, putu atta since you love yourself more than anybody else we must train we must learn to love others the same way because everyone loves oneself and therefore we must treat them as such yes they all love themselves just like i might love myself therefore just like i don't like to be hurt they also don't like to be hurt so, <coughs> uh, Buddha said, therefore nati Atta that is very true, there is nothing we love, respect or what you call affection, we have affection more than ourselves. And then, nattipanya sama abha, abha. Uh, Deity says, Surya, you see, because Surya is so bright and so powerful, 93 million miles away. Today, 90 degrees, (laughs) here we hardly can breathe. You know, so hot. And brightness, phew, so bright. We have to wear sunglasses when you go outside, so it's so bright. But sun sets in the evening. Darkness will appear. Then where is that brightness? That brightness is no longer there. So Buddha said, panya, wisdom, shines in the dark <laughs> as well as in the light. Day and night, it doesn't have a provincial preference. It shines all over everywhere equally. Therefore Buddha used the brightness of the light metaphorically He said, there is no light like wisdom. It is the wisdom that liberates us from suffering, not the brightness of the sun. (laughs) Sun is shining very brightly. How many people suffer? How many people suffer from the sun itself? (laughs) Sunburn, water evaporation trees and plants and animals dying because of the same sun. Does anybody die because of our wisdom? With wisdom everything comes to life. Wisdom liberates us from suffering. Nobody suffers from wisdom. (laughs) Have Have you ever heard anybody suffering because of wisdom? No one suffers. You will see the depth of the Buddha's answer, the meaning depth of the Buddha's answers. Natti panya sama abha abha. There is no light like wisdom. That is why when he attained enlightenment, in Dhammacakkappavattana, panya udapati vidya udapadi the udapadi light erosing me to dispel the darkness of ignorance this light that wisdom shines dispels the darkness of ignorance remove the suffering and bring us liberation <coughs> So the Buddha's word has, every word has a complete meaning, indisputable meaning. You cannot argue with that. Everything else that Deity said, you can argue reasonably. When Buddha gave an answer, nobody can give, nobody can ask, nobody can refute it. Now let us go to the 14th. Fourteen. Uh, khatya. Uh, khatya, uh, sutta name also is a Khatya sutta. Khatya is one of the four castes. Brahmana, Khatya, Shudra, Vesavana. Vesavana. Or oh, Khatya, Brahmana, Shudra, Vaishya in Sanskrit. Uh, Brahmins put Brahmin first, Buddha put khatya first. Always in Pali text we find khatya brahmana vesa suddha. Brahmin said, brahmana khatya vesa suddha. (laughs) Buddha put Brahmins the khatya on the top, wrong. So that is one caste among the four castes. There is one, in India another, uh, they don't belong to even, they are so low, they even don't belong to this forecast, they are called Achyut, people of the Ambedkar's, Ambedkar's people Or are untouchable, untouchable, Mahatma Gandhi coined a new word that, Ambedkar was very angry. <coughs> Mahatma Gandhi said, Harijana. Harijana means children of God. Ambedkar said, we are Harijan, And who are you? We are children of God. Who are you? He said, you insult us Children of God mean bastard, no fathers. You call us bastard by calling us harjan. Illegitimate. You are insulting us. Don't call us harjan, call us Achuth if you like. But we all are equal. That is why he fought. Anyway, that is another story. Then the deity said, uh, Ekaan Samyantita Kattyo dipadang setto Balivaddo catuppadang Komari, komari setta bariyanang Yocha puttana pubbyo See, means the the cash the warrior, warrior caste. Atyo Dipadang. Dipada means those who have two feet. Uh, in English, there's one word for that. Biped. 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 Yeah. Bipeds. We can see that. So, the Khatri is the best of bipeds. Setta means the best. There are three Pali words, uh, just like in English. Uh, good better best uh, com- uh, what do you call to comparative, superlative degrees the superlative degree is the best Pali set. If you use the word Setti, it means millionaire, rich person, Setti. Settha is the best. Balivadha, Balivadha means uh, the ox. chatuppada quadrupeds, <coughs> among quadrupeds. Chatu chatu means four. Pada means feet. Uh, chatu padam actually is a short form of chatu pada the the real uh, genitive case of. Possessive case, plural, chatupadanang. In order to maintain the meter of the verse, it is shortened as chatupadang. <coughs> then, komari, komari means maiden, setta bharyanam. Bharyanam means among wives. Maiden is the best among wives. Yoja puttana yo means those or he who. Cha also is declinable, indeclinable, supportive word. Putta uh, na is actually should be putta nang. In order to uh, maintain the meter, they eliminated ng sound. So putta na. Pubba jo. Pubba means first or previous. Jo is birth. The one who was born first. Pubba jo. Ja. She is a very big Long uh, phrase condensed into one word: puba ja. means birth. Jati coming from the word jati. Puba jo ti. is uh, quotation mark. In instead of quotation mark, they, those days they use ti at the end of the word. Otherwise, it, is, it should be pubbha Now, this is the deity's uh, statement. Buddha's uh, reply is, the Buddha is the best of bipeds, <laughs> not the Khatya. Although Buddha himself was a Khatya, Belonging to warrior caste, he did not press the caste. He did not press a living being, any being. The he used the word "some," uh, uh, "some Buddha." "Some Buddha" doesn't refer to Gautama Buddha. "Some Buddha" means fully enlightened being, self enlightened being name can be anything but this title this attainment he referred to the attainment not a person deity referred to a caste designation of a group which is very down to earth mundane ordinary simple social social structure belonging to ordinary society, Buddha used the word which is which can be used universally for all, everywhere in the universe. The title Buddha, some Buddha is the best because among biped uh, uh, dipada, only dipada can become the Buddha. No catuppado bahuppada cannot become buddha. Among human beings, the best is the fully enlightened one. He does not refer to him, was not referring to himself. He was referring to this attainment. Sambuddho. Buddha the said to, ajaniyo catuppado catuppada. Steed among horses, steed is the best because you can run a race, you can ride on them. <coughs> they are very powerful. Then, co. Uh, sususa setta bharyana. This refers to the social structure, social condition in the Buddha's time. Obedient woman is the best of women, wives. Sussusa, su, Susa means listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. Ah. Uh, who listens carefully? Somebody wants to follow instructions. Somebody wants to listen. Somebody wants to learn. So Sekta Bharyanang among wives, these days this if you say to modern wives they will, you know, come up with a gun <laughs> to Shoot the husband. <laughs> you think I'm inferior to you? Eh? Obedient? I'm equal. <laughs> you cannot say this to me anymore. I am I'm holding a job. You're holding a job. I have this much education. You must this much education. I have so many friends, you have so many friends. I have social recognition, you have social recognition. So what is the difference between you and me? Why should I be obedient to you? No reason. <laughs> I don't have to be obedient to you. But in the Buddha society, two thousand, three thousand years ago, this was the condition. So he referred to that condition. Yo Chaputta masangato No. Yo Puttanang Pubbayo Puttanang Asang was Asang Asavoti Putanang Asavoti uh, puttānaṁ among sons uh, Asava is uh, duty, dutiful. <coughs> uh, so among children, among sons, one who is dutiful is the best. He does not neglect the duties. What are the duties of a son? Everybody has a duty but sons have a special duty. What is the duty of the son? Of sons is to uh, respect parents, take care of parents, if the parents uh, show parents utmost uh, uh, love and care, these are duties. Parents don't have duties to children. Parents, in society people say, it is parents' duty. No. Parents don't show duty, parents show their love to their children. They love their children. They do everything out of love. Not duty. Duty is something that you do in return of certain favor. Uh, Children have not done anything, any favor to parents for parents to be dutiful to children. And therefore it is not their duty. But children have duty towards parents because parents have given them life. (laughs) So, they have to show their gratitude towards parents. And therefore, children have duties, parents have love. We have to see this distinction. And this is how society operates. Parents simply love their children. That is why they, from the little tiny stage to up to a, you know, teenage or adulthood, parents do everything for them, just out of love. They love. Even outsiders may criticize their children, parents never see anything fault and wrong in the children. They love. And children always must have a tremendous duty towards parents for bringing them up in a certain way, providing them, educating them, giving them life and so on and so forth. Children have duty towards parents. So, dutiful children, dutiful son is the best. One who shows one's own duty towards parents. So the Buddha gave a very deep meaning to every word that deity (coughs) asked in her questions. And therefore you can see the difference between (coughs) deities and the Buddhas or the Buddha's deities are not so great. I think, friends, is this enough? Now if you have uh, questions you may ask, but uh, I don't know.